Cocktails and Dreams. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are back. Q1 is over. I'm here with Cody, um, who is recently back from vacation and very refreshed to talk about all these fabulous things going on in staffing. Um, so we're here today to talk about how time kills all placements. Um, one thing that we were just discussing is talking about um, now that Q1 is over, clients think that the hiring market has slowed, um, but really the only thing that slowed are clients making offers to candidates. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so we're going to go through a couple things just to really uh, help educate everybody on what is continuing to go on to in the market right now, in the staffing and hiring market, um, which is it has not slowed down at all. Um, we have individuals that possibly didn't make a move last year or people that did make a move and it wasn't the right move um, or even getting offered more, right? Yeah, up, yeah absolutely. So people are still moving. Um, the economy hasn't slowed down. We, you know, definitely are seeing an increase um, in the digital, you know, marketing, digital media space, which only means that it's going to kind of turn into now production and all of that because people are buying all this stuff and media is so crazy, which means it's just going to move into the next sector, um, which is really execution, right? Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, how you can kind of stop the bleeding, right? Um, if people are leaving, but then also how not to lose talent while you are in the interview process. So um, things to talk about. Um, I think the biggest thing is that, you know, first and foremost, it's still a crazy market, right, Cody? It's extremely hot. The market is the hottest it's ever been. I think, what was the date? This is the lowest unemployment rate we've had since the 1960s and the largest largest economic boom mm -hmm. um, in any recent history. So when it comes to that talent, it's gone or it's moving and it is moving quick. Yeah. And I think that I was just um, reading something on like HR um, Dive the other day that said it's people are leaving because um, they either don't feel valued, they're being asked to come back into the office and there's no flexibility. That's 100% all the issues. I think that covers everything. If they feel undervalued or that they find out that other people are making more money than them, that is an immediate issue and that immediately sends your best talent into the market to look for new opportunities, as yeah. well as forcing somebody back in the office when they've been overly productive from a remote status. Yeah. So that is definitely hitting the mark on all of the errors going on right now. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things with clients right now, and I mean, for here in Philadelphia, we're going back to a mask mandate starting what, tomorrow? Yep. Um, so this is definitely not over. People thought it was over. It's not over. We're back. Um, and so that flexibility thing for the next couple of years is going to be a challenge. So like with clients, when I talk to them, you know, I'm telling them if you have to have someone in the office, you're basically losing out on what, I don't know, 80% of the workforce that we could send to you. Um, but really that flexibility is what everyone's talking about. You know, they, as you said, have been productive, um, working remotely. And why do they now need to go into an office when there are organizations out there across the country that understand the value of allowing people to be remote? Absolutely. And also just planning ahead in the future, the current generations that will be moving into this flow are going to want to be remote. Yeah. We are digital generations. 
I'm a very beginning millennial. Um, and then when you look at the follow-up with Gen Z and the next one's coming in, are they alpha? Is that their names? So they're all digital. They are constantly yeah. on their phones. They're constantly on the computer. They're completely connected in a different way mm -hmm. than the older generations are comfortable with. But setting up your, your company now for future generations will only provide you success moving forward. If you dig into old school ways and enforcing people in the office, you're going to have a challenge getting these younger generations into the market for you to work. Right, which is going to impact your business, depending 100%. upon what, what it is, right? Um, okay, so if people are leaving and you're looking to replace, what we want to talk about is the time that it takes to get the person in the seat. So we have seen um, just, you know, within our own um, offices that, you know, our clients are now, it's a new year, things are slowing down, trying to take their time. They are definitely not moving as fast as they were last year. Um, and we are seeing that, you know, candidates are getting multiple offers. So we're going to talk about what happens if you are not prepared to move fast right in the hiring market so first things first if you're not prepared um, to have one to two interviews um, you are going to end up probably paying more right without a doubt yeah um, be prepared you're gonna have to possibly you know throw in a sign-on bonus because you took too long and now they have a couple offers um, and also be prepared to lose the candidates and not have someone in the seat Completely. If you're not prepared to make an offer for these candidates within the same week, you're going to more than likely pay more and lose that candidate, potentially. Uh, things are moving way too quickly. We have multiple candidates currently in our flow that have multiple offers expected by the end of the week, and the clients are dragging their feet to make the offers. Mm -hmm. So then we're going to be in a bidding war to figure out who's the right fit for the candidate and who's offering the right support. So moving quickly saves you money, it saves you time, it saves you all of that production time that your people need to take out to do these interviews, and it also supports those people that are working with you. So it is super valuable to move as fast as possible. Yeah, and we've also seen with clients that are taking too long, the feedback from the candidates through the interview process is that it seems like they're messy and they're not putting their best foot forward as an organization. So if they're not prepared, they don't think that they're serious and they're like, why is it taking so long and why is this process so long? That's not a company I want to work for. Yeah, I mean, a five-day approval on a salary or a offer letter is crazy. Like, that can't be. This is no longer... I even feel like that's more of the 90s that you had a week to make an offer letter create. Like, yeah. to, so like, it, it's way past that date. You need to come to the interview process with an approved budgeted salary that you can make an offer to this candidate. If that needs to be adjusted after interview process and final decisions, mm -hmm. then it needs to be adjusted at that point. But you should not, if you have a window, that should be an approved window that you can write an offer letter that day and send it out. That yeah. seems to be the fastest move that is really slowing us down on a lot of candidates. And I think too that clients, when they're putting that information together, they really need to understand inflation, right? And put that into that. Um, so the people that are there currently, they need to know that they potentially are going to be paying more. So getting back to 
if someone leaves, the reasons why they're leaving are probably because of the value, right? Not getting paid enough and the flexibility. So when you're now, those individuals have left and now you need to replace them, you need to take a hard look at who you are as an organization and say, okay, why did that person leave us? And so what do I have to do in order to track good talent moving forward? And I think clients are kind of stuck in the, I'm just gonna replace what I just lost, which isn't really market value is not the same. It's not even market value. I mean, it is, but it's also, those candidates are gone. You can't ask for the same. There used to be a time where we could find the same candidate or a candidate similar with skill set that they're looking for at the same price. That, that time is so long past mm -hmm. due to inflation, due to increases, due to job movement, due to everything. So plan on paying 20000 more than what you were paying that last person that just left your company because that's probably going to get you closer to the right mark than coming in on the low end and then having to struggle to find the candidate that you want. Yeah. And getting back to the time aspect of this podcast, um, the interview process itself, right? One to two, you really shouldn't have to go more than that. And organizations that have have to meet with this team, and then you have to meet with this team, and then you have to meet with the owners, and then you have to meet with, I don't know, the client possibly. Um, that is also like a process of the 90s. Like this is not the time to be putting people through four and five rounds of interviews. Well, also, how many of those people that are working in these companies are taught how to interview? Yeah, we've been through that. Or are shown interview etiquette yeah. to be able to conduct a proper interview. So let's give you guys a tip here. <laughs> if you are allowing people to interview, please make sure that they understand how to interview because it's a really good point Cody brings up because we have so many times have candidates come back to us and say they didn't even turn their camera on, they didn't ask me any questions about me, they talk the entire time and I don't want to work with that person. Yeah, exactly. Or that person is 100% not really invested in your company. So you're putting a new potential candidate in front of a person that might not be happy in the organization. Yeah, that's happened too. <laughs> and that, that attitude, that emotion all spills into that interview and now you've lost two people, not just one. Right. So it's really important to make sure that the right people are in the interview process and the people yeah. that are making the decisions are there in the interview process early. No, absolutely, I agree with that. And, you know, getting back to the, the amount of time, we have some clients also that don't just schedule interviews, right? It's possible interview. So you have to have as a client a commitment to hire. And if your team and who's going to be interviewing cannot make the time to hire, then they shouldn't be part of the process. You have, it has to be, here's the interview, this is when it is, and we're committed to this, or else you're going to lose the talent. Right. Uh, tentative interview schedules don't work at all. They don't work for your people, and they do not work for the candidates that we're working for yeah. or with. They need a committed time that they're going to meet with these people, because when your person in your company decides that, oh, I have a client meeting at that time now, we need to reschedule. You just left an open-ended opportunity for somebody to come in and steal the candidate that is your top choice. Yeah. Because now we have to reschedule that interview. That interview could take another week to reschedule. Then we have another week of 
offer letter process. <laughs> and and then, now the price just went up because yeah. now they get into a bidding war with three other offers. Right. The month-long offer letter is not something that should be a habit anymore. It needs to be long gone. No, absolutely. Um, the other thing I was going to say about uh, the interview process is that you know clients really need to understand what it is that they need to replace these candidates as well because even the skill sets need to be different. They need to be adapted. Yeah. Right now we are in, there's a talent shortage. There is without a doubt a talent shortage, yeah, especially absolutely. in certain areas. Um, and I feel like that is even getting tighter and tighter around all skill sets mm -hmm. within our world. Uh, and I'm sure it's within almost all of them in the country. So you need to start, or candidate, our clients need to start looking at this person and being like, is there talent? Is there opportunity for growth? Is there something I could teach this person? Is there a space in our company for this person to succeed and move forward and start that succession planning in the interview process? It can't, any, it's no longer the opportunity of being like, here's my dream candidate. Oh my God, they just walked in the door. Right. That doesn't happen anymore. It's very tight. And if that dream candidate does come in, I can almost promise you they're well outside of your budget and salary. <laughs> Well, and another um, part of the interview process that I think is essential, especially working with a staffing firm like us, um, and we've seen this a couple times, is making sure that we are part of that process, right? So our clients pay us a fee to go out and identify the talent and making sure that we know when these interviews are and that we have the ability to kind of move them through the process and communicate with us is essential as well because they're losing talent if we don't know when they're interviewing. Candidates aren't looking for them, right, to send them their, their scheduled time. So they're looking at us and they're not scouring their Gmail account to see if someone sent an interview when they're missing it and then they're missing out on talent as well. Right. You can't expect a candidate. A candidate is on the market. They are looking. They are applying. They're sending emails and applicants all, applications all over. Mm -hmm. You can't expect them to know that there's going to be an interview coming from the one place that we submitted them to. Right. From that one place. Right. They're going to be looking for my name or somebody in our organization's exactly. name attached to that email so that they are like, oh, this is that, that job. Yeah. This is what we're looking at. And that just helps us verify things. It helps us move the process with the candidate, make sure the candidate's confirmed, make sure the candidate's prepped, make sure the candidate has a working Zoom or MS Teams link or whatever those things are. We are there to clean up those check boxes to make sure everything goes smoothly in the process. Absolutely. So if you are going to engage a staffing firm, please make sure to follow their process. Um, it's there for a reason and, and you pay for it. So um, let's see, what else? Um, what are some other frustrating things that happen <laughs> or have happened in Q1 that we can share with everybody? I think overall it's pretty consistent. Everybody is really dragging their feet and I'm thinking, and I can't confirm this, but it feels like everybody's waiting for the next best thing. While you're waiting for the next best thing, the best thing that you ever had was probably already ready to sign an offer letter and you took too long to make it. So now we're starting the process from the very beginning again. <laughs> right. It takes a long time. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it could take, if we're looking for a paid search person, it could take us another month to find you another paid search person that looked like that candidate that you liked. Right. It might take two months. It takes time because that was one of the hottest skill sets at the beginning, mm -hmm. and it still continues to be the hottest skill set right now in 2022. 
I'm sure in 2023 it's going to continue to move in that direction. So we need to start finding those junior candidates that are coming out of colleges that have the right internships or the right experience or they've been doing it as freelance work, whatever it is, we need to all open our minds a little bit more around those skills and how do we obtain what we need to get to. Absolutely. And I think from a client's perspective, um, you know, just me being on the client side and dealing with these companies, the companies that are following the process are winning and they are growing and they continue to hire, um, you know, and they are, you can tell that they're invested um, and they're open to solutions, right? So we're not just a staffing firm. Like we're here. We know what's going on every single day. We're talking to hundreds upon hundreds of candidates on a weekly basis and know what's going on in the marketplace. So utilize us as your resource to understand what's going on in the market and help you be more successful. We want to be a partner. We want to know what's going on within your organization to provide the best resources and solutions that are going to help you grow so that we can continue to partner with you moving forward. Absolutely. And even if your company is not working with us, your talent acquisition person should be doing market research and understanding how many of our competitors are looking for the same jobs we're looking for. Because if all of them are looking for that skill set, the way to win is flexibility, higher salaries, sign-on bonuses, like all of the investments that we've been talking about through this whole podcast today will come into play for you to win. You know, and not every company, you know, just has a checkbook that they can, you know, just write $20,000 more for a candidate, right? And we understand that. But there are solutions and there are ways to be strategic about hiring to be able to obtain new talent without having to break the bank and give everyone in the company, you know, $20,000 raises in order to compete. You know, there are things and perks and um, the ability to look at the org chart and figure out, okay, maybe it's not replace this person. Maybe it's internally promote somebody and hire at a lower level. Or maybe it's, you know, think outside the box. Maybe it's two people with two separate skill sets. So there are solutions available. Um, We're not saying that everyone just has to pay more. (laughs) That's not it. Um, But you have to make moves and you have to make them quickly is what we're trying to, you know, let people know. Yeah. And I think it's just outside of the box thinking. I think everybody's gotten so comfortable with handing over a job description and saying, yeah, that's what I want. Instead of actually looking at it and be like, right, these are not what we need. We just need this person to be really strong in this area, and then we can teach them everything else. Yeah. That opens the door easily. It also gets you a candidate that's probably priced within your range. Um, as soon as you start asking for the world, those price tickets start going up, up, and up. And that's kind of where I think companies aren't comfortable yet, sacrificing the lesser for the higher right. <laughs> needs. No, absolutely. And I think um, clients should really think about it this way. You have to treat direct hire placements right now like a freelancer, like identifying and hiring a freelancer um, because that's just the market and that's how fast it's moving. And so think about, do I have a project tomorrow? Great. I need to look at five people. I need to pick a person and I need to move forward. Um, And you, I was having this conversation yesterday with an HR professional and I was like, so change your internal structure on the onboarding process for somebody to make you feel more comfortable to move faster as well. 
you know maybe they don't get their benefits until x or maybe you know there's kind of like a tiered aspect of onboarding to make you feel a little bit more comfortable but tempt to hire anymore is not even a thing it's and (laughs) freelance is really not that much of a thing anymore but perm is moving just like freelance perm yeah 100 percent. freelance is extremely difficult i have a feeling that um, while our freelancers have always been employed, I think that that unemployment number has really taken on a lot of our freelancers and stolen them from the market. Oh, yeah. Um, so that has pushed all of this into a different world. Temp to hire, beware at your own risk. That is an investment that you're going to put into somebody and within three weeks they will have a job offer with a direct salary and then we're back to competing. So those are things that definitely are, it's just smarter to invest in the employee to begin with instead of being like, let me just test you out. (laughs) It's no no longer an option. Absolutely. So just some takeaways from, you know, our discussion today. Obviously, if you are looking to hire, we want to, you know, revamp the job description. It's not a cookie cutter job description for every single person. Understand the market conditions and understand what the salary range and possible sign-on bonus could look like. Um, Be prepared to move fast. Um, If you look at someone, you need to make a decision on when you want to interview them, and that needs to happen within 48 hours, if you can, if not 72 hours, but I would say 48 hours. Make sure that there is one to two um, interviews at max. It can't go more than, you know, a week or two. Um, And then when you're in, if you find someone that you want to take to that second interview, hopefully it's the next day, um, be prepared to have an offer ready to go and present it to them after that interview so that you know you're not going to lose that candidate. Yeah. All of those things are 100% ways to succeed in this market right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Cody, for sharing your insights and being here with me again. Yay. Always fun. And then the next podcast we will do, I know that this is more focused towards the client side. We will talk about candidates um, and how we kind of navigate that path with them having multiple, you know, opportunities um, to themselves. So tune in next time um, to Cocktails and Dreams. And if you have any jobs or have any questions about how we can help you with your staffing needs, please feel free to reach out to us at clutchnow.com. Thanks so much.